Welcome to the Messy Life, Mighty Love podcast. I am Abby, your host, storyteller, fellow Messy Life journeyer, and friend. I come to you today with many dear ones and dear things upon my heart. I need to remember to surrender my worries, and so I am walking this journey with you. You are listening to episode 61, Messy Worries, Learning Again to Surrender. I recently heard Tim Keller say in a sermon on the Lord's Prayer, which I will link in the show notes, that anxiety stems from our lack of trust that God knows what's best for us. Without making Tim Keller seem less than compassionate, I understand the heart which this is coming from. I used to say in my 20s that there is no life without trust. I remember those days of abandon and willingness to follow God wherever he led, and I felt that trust. Yet in the coming years, life revealed that this trust was contingent on working my life my way. Things like giving me my then heart's desire in who I would marry, also in the healing of my mother of many chronic illnesses. But my heart was then broken into a million pieces by the man I then loved. And two years later, my mother died. Oh, where was my trust then? I didn't know. And life has continued to test this trust as my diagnosis of bipolar disorder surfaced and two hospital stays ensued. Most recently, as you know, if you are a faithful listener to this podcast, my most beloved father died last August. At times, anxiety and its accompanying lack of trust in God's plan for my life has been nearly overwhelming. I don't want to beat myself up for this, and neither should you, but I want to learn or remember some tried and true pathways to trust. Here are three things I have found to be absolutely true. Number one, trust in God and his plan is trust in truth. I don't know any other way to be anchored in trust than to be anchored in God's truth revealed in his word. Whether it's Philippians 4, 6, and 7, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, Let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Or Psalm 62, 5-8, For God alone, O my soul, wait in silence, for my hope is from Him. He alone is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer, my God in whom I trust. On God rests my salvation and my glory. My mighty rock, my refuge is God. Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your hearts before him. God is a refuge for us. Heather Holman has a wonderful book called Guarded in Christ, which I will also link in the show notes. She recounts the oh-so-many places where God promises to be our refuge, our fortress, our strong tower, and so many things like this. 
At the end of the day, either we believe these things or we are faltering in them. But as a caveat, Psalm 103 says, God knows our frame. He knows we are dust. This ought to encourage us because he is ever waiting to bring us fully into his arms of love and all sufficiency, knowing we are going to struggle with anxiety and the like. So take heart, you don't have to trust perfectly, but keep the possibility of trust as a constant invitation before you and let God wow you with its beauty. Secondly, we must learn to surrender the wise. God does know our frame, so it gives us the opportunity to truly struggle with trust. So many things happen which we don't understand, Yet he invites our struggle, just as he allowed Jacob of old to wrestle him through the night without killing him, but blessing him, rather, though Jacob and us are promised constantly that we can trust in God, he allows our deep struggles and even invites them. So trust is absolutely a process. God knows it is, but it's one that's leading towards surrender. For God does have our best in all things, in mind, in heart, in all that he is. I love how Tim Keller gives his understanding of the oft-misquoted Romans 8.28, which reads, All things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Well, that can be misquoted in many directions. But Tim Keller says, God will only give you what you would have asked for if you knew everything he knows. So, in the end, friend, if we truly seek to honor God and our own selves, we must come to surrendering our wise, to trusting God knows fully. But friend, hear me, the struggle is part and parcel of this life. Again, trust is a process. For me, I still have so many whys I don't understand. Why my hospitalizations and our leaving so prematurely our life overseas, one we've been building in some way, shape, or form for 10 years. Why my dad was spared in 1999 only to have my mom succumb to cancer three years later and when he had given them a beautiful time in their marriage. Why my dad had to go when he did and leave such a hole in our hearts and in prayer as he was a prayer warrior in this world. I still struggle with these things, but purpose to know God sees it all, working from eternity for eternity, and my heart's desire is to trust. So I struggle, surrender, often toggling back and forth, but desiring trust to win at the end of the day. Thirdly, trust necessarily involves owning and knowing and remembering our stories. God has given us many clues for how he is working beautiful things in our lives, even and especially in dark or hard to understand places. For me, if I hadn't had my heart broken, I wouldn't have come to the end of my ability to win another's affection or get ahead of God by giving myself to someone or something unworthy. If it hadn't broken me so, I wouldn't have been humbled enough to come home to my parents. 
if I hadn't gone into the district office of my hometown school district to be a Spanish substitute teacher. And then when they saw my resume with a math degree, they offered me a job with a late opening in the school year. This would absolutely not have happened today. And then this job would cause me to stay home and teach math at that old high school. I wouldn't have been around to have the incredible gift of time and the ability to care for my mama before she died. I also wouldn't have connected with my now husband, God's greatest gift to me aside from my salvation. Even recounting these things now brings me deeper into trust. This is what rehearsing our stories does. It gives us the beautiful, priceless knowledge of how God has been faithful, even and especially through the darkest times, things we don't understand, heartbreak and death even. More recently, as I look forward to my story going out into the world and this book I will talk a little bit more about a little later in this podcast, if I hadn't known the darkness I have known in my mental illness journey, I wouldn't be able to speak from it, speak into the lives of others who struggle, leading them towards hope. Our stories show God's redemption and our resiliency because of it. Friends, there yet remains so very much for which I must trust God. My heart feels heavy today for many reasons, but God, He is rich in mercy, declaring a better word and holding out His hand for me and you to trust Him again, trust Him anew. Will you join me on this journey? For we know that we know that we know he promises our Emmanuel, God with us, to be for us all that we need. For he is that impenetrable light shining in every darkness, and he can never, ever, ever be overcome. I trust, friend, yes, I trust, that you have found encouragement to lay down anxiety and enter the struggle, battle, and promise victory of trust in your life, and will therefore consider these few minutes time well spent. For more from me, my journey with mental illness, and many parts of my story, visit my website, abigailalleman.com. That's Abigail, A-B-I-G-A-I-L, Alleman, A-L-L-E-M-A-N.com. There are a couple of free eBooks I believe you will find helpful as you engage in a journey of trust. Especially, I want to highlight the three R's, A Simple Path to Mental Wholeness. It is free when you subscribe to my newsletter. And again, I think it will bless you. You can also follow me on Instagram at Abigail.Alleman. I would like to leave you as I have promised to do in these weeks before my book is released to something related to that book, which again is called A Million Skies and it will be released on March 15th and it's available for pre-order on Amazon simply by searching A Million Skies. This quote comes from a chapter which talks a lot about trust 
and vulnerability with God as we offer our lives to Him. Here's the quote. But believing in God's goodness because of what happened earlier in our lives is not enough. We must also be open to what is coming because the full purpose of our lives is pointing toward what is ahead. We can trust this good God is working in our lives. We can trust because His perfect power, will, and love are sculpting our lives as beautiful vessels. His desire is to grow us and cause us to bloom sweetly for His glory. Yes, may each of our lives bloom sweetly for Him as we open ourselves in trust to Him. And in the end, we know we will get Him. One glorious day, we'll get His face, His arms, forever and ever. Oh friend, I would so love to meet you right here in this sacred space next time.